Well, hello, folks. You're listening once again to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Jason Kurtman. Just within a few feet from me is my lovely, beautiful, and wonderful, amazing cook, wife, Sarah. Cook wife. Is that a name? Cook wife. I I don't think so. Okay. Well, if it were, you would be the bearer of the title. Okay. So she is right now um, taking a break from cooking the world's best chili and hopefully, uh, cheddar biscuits that are from Red Lobster. Are those the brand name? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, looking forward to that. Across the continent is my good buddy, my pal, my confidant, my instigator, Jim, G.R. Old LaSalle, ran great Nelson. How are you doing, Jim? Oh, eat it. Would you stifles yourself? Okay. All <laughs> right. We got to talk later, Jim. <laughs> so, so, anyway, how's your day been? You had some bad weather up there, didn't you? Yeah, we sure did. Um, late last night, it, of course, it was raining all day yesterday, and then late last night it started it started turning into sleet, and um, yeah, it was nasty. Church church this morning was canceled, and yeah, uh, well, it was it wasn't so much that the weather in the morning was bad, but the aftermath was still being dealt with. Hmm. Wow. But are the roads pretty icy? Um, they're okay now. But they were they were pretty treacherous. I was out I was out on them last night, um, just as this was coming in, and it was it was pretty treacherous. You know, this we saw, we saw accidents like a single right. car accident where somebody just spun off and hit a pylon, and no one else was there. It was just them. Pylons cause so, pileups in this weather. Yeah, Sarah, have you talked to your folks? How's the weather up there doing? Mm-hmm. Have you heard anything? Uh, not as of today. I, I have not heard. Maybe so. we can do a little FaceTime later if we get the chance or sometime and talk to them and find out how they're doing up there. Yeah. I did talk to your mom Thursday. She's doing great, by the way. Well, thank you for telling me she, since I talked to her on Thursday as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she loves me. She does. So does Lon. I know it. So anyway, um, it's not a competition here. We're just, you know, letting each other know. Uh, it's like Allison Krauss at that, <laughs> at that one concert where... <laughs> Uh, where the guys were like, I love you, Allison. I love you, too. Yeah. This is not a competition, boys. Uh, Allison was my first celebrity crush, I think. <laughs> it's not hard to understand why. She's loving Oh, her. you don't even have to see her face. If you've never seen her face before, but you hear that song, oh. when, no- when you see nothing at all, when you say right. nothing at all, when you not say see nothing, nothing at, all. at all. Of course, you don't have to see anything at all, but, you know, <laughs> she just had that... Okay, that, boys, you're gushing a little no, bit No, no, I'm past that, hon. When I met you, you you knocked everybody out of the ballpark, I promise you. But uh, Allison had that voice that was... And, and Wikipedia actually describes it as angelic. And I, oh, yeah. I think that's... Uh, if anybody has an angelic voice, or even close to it, I should say, I don't think anybody has an angelic voice uh, for singing. She can She can play tricks with her voice like it's a yo-yo. I, I don't know how else to describe it. A beautiful, soothing yo-yo. And, and with the with the southern flair. I think that's the title of our show, A Beautiful, Soothing Yo-Yo. Well, considering she's flare. actually done a song with <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma. You Who did? Alison Krauss. Oh, she did? I did not know that. Yes. Wow. Huh. Simple gifts. You know, I was telling my uncle about her one time, years ago. And I said, man, she's just unbelievable. I'd love to meet her. And he said, hey, he didn't even know who it was. I was just talking to some artist I heard on the radio. He says, well, who is it? And I said, Al- some woman named Allison Krauss. He says, well, I know Allison. I, I used to judge fiddling contest years ago and she when she was a little girl. And um, I was like, wow, who knew? Anyway, 
I think we better take care of some business. I'd like to give special thanks to our executive consultant who does a fantastic job every week. Uh, Mr. Rodney Barden. Give it up for Rodney. Yay. Um, cue the sound effects or not. That's okay. Um, our fantastic website.com is where we've got a, uh, looks like our crew is in the chat room. Rich Merrick, our occasional host there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. He's doing great. And I guess he's doing great. Rich, type in there how you're doing. I, I haven't talked to you since we all talked to Santa Claus last week. Yeah. Uh, all of us except Jim, because he's on the naughty list, and he was kind of embarrassed. Not really. <laughs> not really, but he would probably admit to that a little bit, maybe. Um, yeah. Or not. Um, anyway, our... our <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving right along. Our websites are ourfantasticwebsite.com. That's where, our, like I said, where our chat room's going on right now. Another link to that is vintagebiscuits.com. And if you haven't heard it yet, heard about it yet, you want to check this out. Our Facebook page, the Biscuits and Gravy Bunch, we got, Jim, we got 437 members in there. Wow. 437. Uh, Time of this recording, it's January 12th. I remember I had a goal to hit 300 in September by the end of the year, and I didn't think we were going to make it. And we're there now. So, yeah, granted, it's not huge, huge, but it's huge enough for us, right? Um, that that would be considered in our circles, Jim, a, a mega church, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, also, you can join the Rubber Chicken Club. I'll give you an opportunity to win your entrance into that here in just a few minutes. We'll send you a rubber chicken uh, or something of greater value if you already have a rubber chicken. Or, or, or equal or greater value. That could be anything from a rubber ball to, I don't know, maybe a, a ramen noodle cooker or something. I don't know. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Um, oh, by the way, that reminds me. If you have an Amazon Alexa app, I believe it was this week they announced or here recently, you can actually get Apple um, Podcast on your Alexa now which means you can hear us on Alexa now. We were on it already with some other apps. I don't even remember what they are. But now you can use the Apple Podcast uh, to listen to us. So that's great. That's good news. Just another venue. So don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. If you want to do that, there's a link on our page at ourfantasticwebsite.com, up at the top, the little Apple icon, I believe it is. We are heard on five radio stations. Live, we're heard uh, on three. We're heard on Q-Star FM. My good buddy Steve Jarrett runs that. And also we're heard on Leading Edge Radio Network. My good buddy Greg Martin runs that. We're heard pre-recorded throughout the week uh, on Good Talk Radio and KKTY Tiger Radio. Check out Good Talk Radio. They got a pretty neat little product, especially if you own a pet. Check that out. Uh, KKTY Tiger County Country Radio is out of, I believe, Republic, Missouri, my old home state. And uh, they've got a great website. They got our picture on that website, Jim. They've got us on Good Talk Radio, too. Um, Yeah, can you imagine a radio station having a picture of their show host on there? They do it. There's a a reason that I'm not on TV. Yeah, I know. I've been told... for years. Go ahead. I, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. I'll <laughs> let you do it. 
I'll let you do it. <laughs> because because I've, I've got a face made for radio. Right. Exactly. That's what my good buddy Keith Estes used to tell me all the time. He goes, you'd never make it on TV. you got a face for radio. So... Anyway, um, that that pretty much. Oh yeah, we got to mention our favorite sponsor, our only sponsor. Yes, yes McDonald's Corporation. Da, 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 da. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Your check is in the mail. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they 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 actually built a uh, second McDonald's in Alamogordo, and uh, opened that up, and uh, they're pretty good service for a new. You know how you go to a new restaurant and. They're so new, they're, they haven't got their groove yet, and sometimes the service is a little lacking. Yes. Because they're, they're, they just don't have it yet. Not the case with the new McDonald's. I went in, I've been in there about two or three times and got my order pretty quick every time. Well, that's excellent. And, and they bring it to your table, too. They give you one of those little number things and, and bring it to ah. your table. So I like that. Makes yeah. it a little bit of a higher, I, I guess, a higher class McDonald's. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, you you don't go to the Corlita Steakhouse. They don't stick a number on your table, but still. Well, I mean, they they probably you, know the number in their head by art. You can't have everything, I guess. No, and, and that's fine. I but when it comes to McDonald's, I wouldn't mind having everything. I'll tell you that. I I like <laughs> McDonald's. I never can make up my mind at that restaurant. Usually, I just go with the old standby default. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Big Mac. Mm-hmm. And I know Sarah likes that, too. I know if I go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac, I, I can bring Sarah one. I don't really even have to call her and ask her what she wants, <laughs> you know. I, Most I sometimes of the time. do. Most of the time. Because you never know. People change and daily whims. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, you got any jokes or quotes for us this week? Well, let's see here. We'll. we got some quotes. Okay. We'll. Um, awesome people have awesome attitudes and do things awesomely. If you want to build and maintain an awesome attitude, get into the habit of living in the present and doing it now. Zig Ziglar? Uh, anonymous. Oh, that guy's okay. Everywhere. Okay, well, it wouldn't be Zig Ziglar because he's not anonymous. <laughs> that right. is for sure. Yep. Um, Flossum. An individual who embraces their flaws and knows they're awesome regardless. Flossum. From the flossum. Um, my hmm. goal is not to be better than anyone else, but to be better than I was yesterday. I like that. Yeah. Success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day. That's true. Um, trade your expectation for appreciation, and the world changes for you. Anthony Robbins. Oh, yeah. My dad used to have his entire cassette collection. Over. The guy's got, and all the girls in the, in the crowd are going, that guy's got cheekbones that go on for days. Yeah, he, he is a ruggedly <laughs> handsome, I started to say young man. He, he isn't so young anymore. No. But What's he, funny is I've got a friend that, that has, like, has a marked resemblance. Really? Sir, yes. do you know who Tony Robbins, is, is it Robbins or Robinson? It's Robbins. Robin, Robbins. Do you know who that is? Have you ever Anthony heard of him? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. He he is. He came out. Um, he's quite a bit younger than Zig Ziglar, but he's a he's probably what you could call the new Zig Ziglar. He's a motivational uh, speaker, huh? Yeah, success and you know driven kind of guy. Kind of a different kind of a different school of thought, different flavor, but same goal. Right. Yep. I wonder what he did before he was. You know, I, I, he see, tells I, us. I've yeah. got his book. He tells you what he did. I don't remember. What did he do before he was a motivational speaker? 
Not much. Not much? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I think Zig Ziglar is the exception to that. 90% of motivational speakers never did anything before they became a motivational speaker. Mm. Or, well, or nothing it, notable, anyway. His, were, his story is kind of is kind of an inspiration in and of itself. Talk about Anthony Robbins. Yeah, it's kind of an inspiration in and of itself because he tells you about. It, it, I've got his book. I've read it. Right. Um, well, it's one of his first books, and he talks about living in a single room apartment, uh, washing his dishes in the bathtub, and um, crying his eyes out to some sappy old love song. I can hear the tune in my head, but I can't think of the name. Washing dishes um, in his bathtub? In his bathtub. You know, I've never been that broke, but I have been spamming macaroni and cheese broke. I've been so broke. <laughs> I've been so broke. How broke were you? Yeah. I was so broke. <laughs> I had to write my own jokes. <laughs> I had to write my own jokes. Um, I remember Burger, Ki- uh, Burger King. Uh, McDonald's had two burgers and two fries for $2. Uh huh. And I remember scrounging in the couch. Yeah. So that I and my I and my wife could go out for um two burgers and two fries for two dollars. You know, I think I remember a couple of times some of the guys at McDonald's were going down the hall knocking on doors. You got any you got a dime, got a quarter? <laughs> Probably oh, for yeah. the same reason. I, re- I remember that. Yeah. I think I might have been one of them at a once or twice. So I, I, I don't use, remember that, but it's, yeah. it's all possible. We were all there, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, somebody that had a might have a decent job but no car would walk up to you and say, hey, uh, you want to go down to Western Sizzling Buffet or whatever it was, you know, the Ponderosa or whatever. And, yeah, I, I, I'd love to. I, I don't have any gas in my car and I'm flat broke. Don't worry, I'll fill your tank up and buy your meal. Because they just wanted a ride, you know, mm, they wanted it yeah. that bad. That was... That was great. I love that. You know, a guy with a car never starved at Midwestern. That's a fact. This is true. Yep. yep. So, anyway, what else you got for quotes? <laughs> this is just a truism. The quote is very simply, I'm not for everyone. <laughs> I'm not for everyone. Interesting. I'm not for everyone. It should be I'm pronounced, not I'm everyone. not for everyone. It's- yeah. <laughs> It's just like I'm not. I'm not for everyone. Rich, <laughs> not everybody's going to get me. <laughs> right. Rich Merrick says I'm so. I was so broke. I had to eat in the army chow hall. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I I can <laughs> sympathize. I think, but I can't empathize. I've never been there. So all right. Yeah. I, I remember my dad. I think it was my dad told a story one time. I think it was him about going being at uh, boot camp, Navy boot, uh, the Great Lakes boot camp there for the Navy in Chicago, outside of Chicago. And like the first day in the Chow line, they or might have been the first week. Sometime during the first week, they're going down the aisle and they're putting food on the plate, and uh, they had a little little tiny piece of cake that day. And my dad's face lit up, or whoever it was, his face lit up, and. Uh, the cook saw it and said, would you like two pieces? And the guy says, I sure would. And the cook leaned over with a knife and cut it in two. So, oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I, I did that to <laughs> Seth once when he was little. He wasn't too 
too impressed with that. Okay, continue on, Mr. Jim. <laughs> no, I'd like to see the I'd like to see the day where somebody does that and the guy on the receiving end just goes, "That's awesome." Right. Hey, watch this and then he right. cuts it again. Right. Yes! Yeah. Four pieces. <laughs> I got four pieces. Then he again. eats it and then he tells everybody that the chef gave me four pieces of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Riot in the chow hall. We're special, right? Yep. Oh my goodness. Anyway, Continue on. Do you have any more? <laughs> um, well, here I'll just I'll run with this one, and we'll call this my uh, my last one. Okay. Um, a clear rejection is better than a fake promise. Yeah, I've been there. I yeah. understand that. I will never forget, sir. I'm going to reminisce here a little bit about something that no longer means a thing to me. Just that's that's the waiver. The that's the precursor. Okay. Yes. There was a girl that I took to our junior-senior banquet in high school. I was, at the time, I thought I was head over heels uh, in, in like with her. Uh, I, I liked her a lot. Um, I won't mention her name. But uh, I she she agreed to go to the banquet with me. Had a great time. You know, came back, thought, you know, I'm going to ask this girl out some more. And I asked her out continually. And I was one of these uh, cotton-headed, what what do you call it, cotton-headed ninny muffins for brains or whatever. So um, I would continually call this girl and say, hey, you want to go out? You want to do this, this, this? And she would constantly make up excuses. One time, and it it was slightly drizzling outside. She lived in the same town I did. She said, no. I've I've got to mow the lawn tonight. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll call you later some other time. You know, a little disappointed. Come to find out later, her brother told me that her dad overheard that and made her go out in the rain and mow the lawn. Whoops. Yeah. So I was good for him. Yeah. Good yeah, for him. Yeah. So lesson in honesty, right? So um, anyway, this this happened about five or six times, and finally I called her and said, "Hey, let, you want to um, get? I'll come pick you up if you want." We'll go down to Feather and Finn ice cream. I'd like to buy you an ice cream cone. She said, well, I I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask Jeff first. I said, okay. Um, who's Jeff? Oh, that's my steady boyfriend. And I was like, you know what? I would have rather you just shot me down and told me, no, I'm seeing somebody, and that's the end of it. But that didn't happen. So, I, you know, I would have rather had the clean break than the string along. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And uh, I've got uh, and and don't feel bad about that because I no, think we've I, all got I don't. grocery lists. I got the Queen of Beautiful lists. sitting next to me. Yes. Well, <laughs> right. Indeed. But I will tell you, there's a little bit of a continuation to that story. Her brother told me sometime after that, might have been a month or two, that the real reason she never really wanted to go out with me is because she thought I was going to going to become a pastor. And she didn't want to marry a pastor. Little did she know. Yeah, she married Jeff, and guess what he does for a living now? So, yeah, that's my story. Jim, do you want to hazard a guess? <laughs> oh, he knows. Everybody knows. He's a, he's a pastor. Everybody knows? Yeah. Oh, I mean, how can I, you not? Not everybody knows okay. on the show. Well, they do now. I just said it. Well, I know. <laughs> but you weren't going to say it. If you don't know, hit rewind. There you go. Be kind, rewind. All right. Uh, Jim, you got any jokes? I got a couple. I do. Okay, go with yours. I like telling Dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. Yeah, that's... (laughs) You know, I will say this. My dad... Sarah and I were talking about this earlier. My dad has a great sense of humor. 
and a very uh, 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 the type of laugh that you enjoy hearing. So, but yeah, I always like telling my dad jokes too. All right, continue. Um, I thought about going on an all almond diet, but that's just nuts. <laughs> I used yes. to work in a shoe recycling shop. It was soul destroying. Soul destroying. Soul destroying. Um, my boss told me to have a good day, so I went home. Well, that right. sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you told me to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, spring is here. I got so excited, I wet my plants. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that sounds that, like Mitch Hedberg. That's a bad one. Continuing on. Yes. Continuing on. Um, yeah, no, that one's that one's too old even for a dad joke. Good heavens. Uh, um, whoa. That was, that I was tell, a rubber chicken. I, I tell dad jokes, but I have no kids. I'm a faux pas. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I remember having to look that up because I was going to buy some diamonds. Genuine faux pas or faux, 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 faux diamonds. They had an advertisement years ago for that. Mm. Okay. If you see a robbery at an Apple store, does that mean you are an eyewitness? Interesting. Right. Eyewitness. Yeah. Well played, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I would avoid sushi if I was you. It's a little fishy. Yeah. I like sushi. Most of it. You just don't like the real stuff. I can I can take it, but I I don't eat the real stuff habitually, very rarely because I do know that there are certain risk involved. Yes, so you well, like with, the, faux with the puffer sushi. fish? Yeah, well, not just the puffer fish, but some of the the ones with just the, like the raw salmon and stuff. That that stuff can possibly contain worms, so I just avoid it. I I like the stuff that's kind of fried, southern fried sushi, that kind of thing. Ah, you know. Okay. I think Jim five knows out one. of four. Five out of four people admit they're bad with fractions. Five out, and you are one of really, and you're one of the two, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two and of, I'm the three one? of the one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You still remember which one is your numerator and which one is your denominator? The denominator's on the bottom. Yes. I do remember that. That's about the only thing I remember from fifth grade. Numerator's on the top because it's at north. Ah, that's a good way to remember it. I never would have thought of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue on, Mr. Jim. G.R.O. Um, Salaran, great. <laughs> you know where two that gold, came from. Two gold... Yeah, Archie Bunker. Right. That's why I was giving you the whole, hey, eat it, why don't you go right. stifle yourself? Yes, yes. And then you're going to talk to me later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? <laughs> I'd, I'll call you later. Don't call me later. Call me dad. Right. Okay. Yep. All right, I'm going to give up. Okay. Okay, thank I've, you. I've only no, got two jokes this week. They're both so bad, I decided to quit at two. All right. So, yeah. Woo-hoo! Why? Why did the donut visit the dentist? Uh, he had a hole know. that needed to be filled? Or uh, close, donuts? to get a new filling. Uh, we, we should talk about donuts here in a minute. That's a serious subject. Why did the shark keep swimming in circles? To catch a stale. I don't know. Why, Jason? No, because it had a nosebleed. <laughs> you know how they, they chase the blood, yeah. So, We're going to need a bigger boat. Yes, what yes. Are all the bad <laughs> We're going to need a bigger shark has a nosebleed. He's going to need a bigger hanky. So, yes. Yeah. 
So, um, donuts, Jim, what's your favorite flavor of donut? Oh, well, I, I kind of like the I, I like the Long Johns with the, like the custard filling. Those are good. Top, like the Boston. Yeah. Or, or Boston if cream. you get even better is if you get the Punchki version of that. Oh, the Polish version. Yes, Interesting. Yes. You'll you'll you can feel your arteries hardening, but you'll die with a smile on your face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there a big Polish community around there where you live or not? I forget. Oh yes, yes, Hamtramck, big 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 thing here. Wow. Interesting. So, okay, I'm wondering, do you guys do Fat Tuesday and everything like that around there, maybe? Oh, yeah. I paid him the money. I paid him the money, and Fat Tuesday has no reason to complain to me about not making that payment. So, that's an Italian mafia joke. Yeah. Time for you to give me the money. I'm going to make him a donut he can't refuse, right? Okay, so... It's a silly joke, and that's why it went over my head. Okay, yes, so, I'm too knowledgeable. That's okay. <laughs> Sarah, what's your favorite donut? Bavarian creams. You know, I do like the Bavarian creams, but I got I got to go back to my childhood when my mom and dad, after church Sunday night, they would stop by a little donut shop. I remember this because we lived on Pettibone Street. I remember these times, mm-hmm. and they would pick up uh, a dozen donuts. And most of the time they were mixed. My favorites were the the strawberry jelly filled. Those were mm. my favorites. Okay. A worthy addition. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes. But uh, years later, I was uh, probably about eighteen or nineteen. Saturday morning visitation at our church. I would go with uh, he's a gentleman who's an assistant pastor there now, uh, Mr. Aaron Whitman, and uh, we would go out on visitation. But before we would make our runs, we would stop by a a donut shop that he was very familiar with. And uh, they made a German chocolate cake donut that literally would, uh, it was to die for. It was like a chocolate, regular chocolate cake donut, but it was a little bit more cakier, like a real German chocolate cake would be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it had that beautiful, uh, what, pecan and coconut? Yes. Uh, cr- that, that icing, icing on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that... That was a donut. That was a that was a piece of heaven, and I haven't had one like that since. Rich Merrick says any powder, sh- sugar coated, fruit filled. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I, I like the strawberry ones, but I also I got to tell you, I I had a weakness for the blueberry too, and the grape. So, really? Yeah, I did. I that's good stuff. Ah. Apple, apple fritters. Apple, a good apple fritter is a thing of beauty, and if you want to put it over the top. Uh huh. Take that. Take that. Have them either have them do this there if they'll if they'll do it for you. Or take that thing home. Put Big Mac sauce on it. Just kidding. Big Mac sauce on it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Um, you cut that thing in half, like through it, like you're gonna make a sandwich out of it. Uh huh. Put some butter down in the pan. You yeah. already know where I'm headed with this. Toast I, it lightly in the pan with some butter. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, this well, is, this is a wonderful thing. Now, my question is: Is have you ever heard of a company called the Voodoo Donut? Company? I have not. Okay, they started out of Portland, and I've actually heard of them before because they come up with all of these wonderful-looking donuts. Yes, admittedly, I don't like the name Voodoo Donut, but I just I just pulled up their website. But they have wow. donuts with Fruit Loops <laughs> on it. Uh, yeah, bubblegum frosting, chocolate frosting dipped in hot chocolate powdered with top topped with peanuts and caramel and chocolate drizzle. 
I have actually heard of donuts they have made where they have little cups of NyQuil in the middle. <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. Why, I don't Why NyQuil in a donut? Uh, like the sugar's not going to make you sleep enough, you know? Right. Okay, so, it, I mean... I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> there's There's guava colada, so like you get guava jelly... Uh, vanilla frosting and flaked coconut with a little umbrella, like a so, and M and M's and tang on your donut. Oh, here's hmm. one you would love, Jason. Yes, ring of fire, chocolate cake donut dusted in cinnamon sugar, cayenne pepper, and topped oh, yeah. with a red chili pepper. Yeah, they say, oh, this is bad for your heart. No, it's not. It's got red chili and cayenne in it. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. Yeah, it's anti-inflammatory. It's got cinnamon in it, yes. right? Don't don't speak anymore. Don't yeah. te- you know? I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah. So right. Yeah, I just put the uh, link to in the chat room. Man, that is that's those do- that uh, one covered with Fruit Loops. Man, and there's one there with Captain Crunch. Oh well, how can you go with wrong with you know Captain Crunch? Sarah, I sense a road trip coming on. Oh, we're so going to Portland. We're going there first, and then we're going to go by the diabetes center on the way home. <laughs> and for all of you tea loving people who have to have tea instead of coffee, they have a high tea one with Earl Grey frosting and hibiscus oh drizzle. <laughs> Wow. I'm looking at that one right now. Are you? You like that I one, am. Jim? They, they got a lot. They got one here that actually has two strips of bacon on top. Oh yes. You've gotta have, you know, maple. Oh, no, see this looks this looks decadent. They have the canolo. Yeah. yeah. I'm a cannoli fan. That's like one of the top three sacred Aww. desserts in the world, right? You got leche flan, you've got your baklava, especially the one with the with the pistachios, and the, and a good cannoli. Ah. But they've got one here called the Canolo, twisted oh. dough layered with cream cheese filling, now available in chocolate, apple, cinnamon, and almond flavor. Almond, ooh. Here, here's one Did called I... the Tang Fastic. Yeah, well, that's the covered with Tang. Yeah, ah. covered with Tang. It looks like a t- ice, uh, like an icing made out of Tang. Oh, yeah. Here Somebody's we go. trying to sneak that on the space shuttle. I can... Here we go. Chocolate cake donut with the chocolate frosting and cocoa puffs. Wow. Interesting. The Butterfingering. That one looks good. Oh, it's got yeah. crushed Butterfingers on top. Who doesn't like a good Butterfinger? No kidding. Okay. I thought I'd locked, looked at all of these. The, the page just keeps scrolling. There's one called the Pothole. <laughs> Raised yeast bar with Bavarian cream and topped with chocolate frosting and Oreos. Crushed That's Oreos. That's got to be a Michigan special. Oh, here's here's my favorite. The Pothole. <laughs> yeah, right. Here, here's one Elvis would have eaten. The Memphis Mafia. Oh. Fri- oh, yeah. Fried dough with banana chunks and cinnamon covered in glaze, dizzled in chocolate and peanut butter with peanuts and chocolate chips on top. Yeah, I know know why that's called the Memphis Mafia there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, we could do a whole show on donuts, but we won't. No kidding. Great. The Easy Cozy Lemon Peasy. Oh, Captain, vis- my Captain. Vis- viscous Hibiscus. Uh, Th- this one that I'm looking at, the Easy Cozy Lemon Peasy, has something called a gummy acid cube. Is that legal? I don't know. I... Warhead Sour Chewy Cube. Okay, being the poet, aficion- the, the poetry aficionado that I am. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They've got one here. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Captain, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Okay. That is straight from Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Yeah. Uncle yes. Walt, you know, okay. from Walt Whitman's. I'm, 
I'm adding donut shop to the list of potential uh, career choices here for my near future. Okay. And I think I found a place to steal some trade secrets. So. Oh. Yep. Yeah, but who doesn't love it? Now, I will be honest. I'm going to tell everybody out there that's listening. I like, I love a good donut. Uh, they say that a glazed donut actually has less sugar uh, than a serving of, uh, like, uh, ketchup on a hot dog. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. But I, I'm, I have committed myself to going easy on things like a donut. I think since we've been married, Sarah... Yes. Have I only had one or two? I know I haven't had more than two, I don't think. I don't believe so, but so, I don't know. Do you count the German chocolate cake you had for your birthday? That was my birthday. No, that doesn't okay, count. Okay, that doesn't count. Okay. Everybody gets a free pass on their birthday. I'm like Oprah. You get a free pass, Calories you get a free on pass. Your birthday. Yes. Oh, okay. Calories eaten on your, on your birthday. Right. Yeah. They don't count. The universe the universe gives you a pass on that. Yep. Yep. I remember years ago there was a cooking show where this guy that made pastries and this guy was a if if he was four hundred pounds, the chef, he was five hundred pounds. And he's doing this live T V show with this audience and he's cooking this cake and it's got all sorts of cream and peanut butter and chocolate and everything on it that could kill you that you know, would kill you. He's got in this cake and on this cake. And at the end of the show, he said, now, does anybody have any questions? And the lady stood up. And now, keep in mind, this guy's 400, 500 pounds. Says, um, how many calories are, are in a serving of that? And he said, do I look like I know or care? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> That's not what we're here for. We're here you know? for taste, people. Right. Yes. So... Always, Here's uh, one that's driving me crazy. You know the you know the old fashioned donuts, yes, like like the sour cream donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, those are normal. You know, and they're glazed. Those are normally so sweet. Yes. That it's like that's over the top. I, I they're so rich that I end up liking the the the, the richness of it. Uh huh. But but they've got them here with frosting on top of the glazing. Oh, that's oh. interesting. And that's like okay, I love I love your attitude, but this is over the top. Um, a chocolate old fashioned. So they've yes. got the regular sour cream donut, mm-hmm. old fashioned sour cream donut with chocolate frosting. But then they got a thick serving of chocolate frosting over that, and then they've got another one that just makes my teeth ache. Yes, um, a maple old fashioned. Ooh, for all you maple loving people out there. Hmm. I'm just I'm just sitting here salivating. Don't mind me. You salivating. Yeah, yeah. That's a word, right? I tell you what, that ring of fire looks looks like something I'd like to try, though. I, I think I would too. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'll, yep. I'll take the butterfinger yep, and I the can blueberry feel my sugar cake. Levels rising now. I want one of each. Yeah. Let's just narrow it down to that. We'll get back with you later on what the next order will be. So you my know, birthday's coming up here. Box. Do they ship? Yeah, was, that's a good question. Do they ship? I don't, don't you know. I don't know. This, this is what I want. When I die, put me in a plain pine box. Yes. And as the people go by to pay their respects, I just want them to take and, and put one of these donuts on top of my casket. Oh. <laughs> on top, not inside. Not inside. Well, you know, you take what you can get. Okay. Uh, okay, fair enough. And I just checked. Unfortunately, they do not ship. Oh, this is bad. It so, says shipping them greatly ruins their integrity. Well, um, I've looked at your donuts. Nobody really cares about the integrity. <laughs> they just want them, you know. 
Um, I'll eat a three a don a three day old donut. Yes, that looks like that. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about your the integrity. You know, okay. That much with that much sugar, I don't think we're worrying. Yes. Okay, we'll go to Colorado. We'll send you. We'll send you some, Jim. Okay. All right. Is this in Is this in Colorado? It's in Colorado. Honey, there's a day trip coming on. That's just north of us. Denver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could hit that in a day. Yeah. Uh huh. Day and a half at the most. You'll You'll have to drive on the way home. I'll be asleep. No. <laughs> I'll be comatose. I just, yeah. Or should I say donatose? Okay, donatose. I'll yes. take don't. Yeah, you're not going on a coma. That's me. a new word, donatose. We got to write that donatose. down. Donatose. <laughs> it's a Greek word <laughs> Can, that refers to to a level of unconsciousness only reached by yeah, brought on amounts of sugar in the blood, brought on by World War One pastries. So yeah, donatose, uh, which brings up another topic. Why do cops, and I have the answer to this, have the stereotype of being people who love donuts or infatuated with donuts? I've got a guess. Yeah, go ahead. My guess is is that by virtue of the fact that they could be called at any moment, they're kind of stuck having to cram whatever calories they can get into the time that they have. Okay. Um, that's a good answer. It's a good after-the-fact answer. But how it came to be is during World War I, over in Europe, a lot of those young men who happened to be Irish, uh, not just Irish people, but it was the Irish sect, I guess. Is that a word, sect? The Irish group, culture, that were fighting in Europe during World War I would make donuts in the foxholes. Easy to make. They get a little extra dough, fried up in some oil. You know, they didn't, they didn't do the um, icing and uh, that kind of thing with it, but they would make the donuts. Let me guess. That's how they got the name Doughboys? Yes, it is. That is correct. So a lot of these young Irishmen, when they got out... I'm myself. I feel like I should have known this. Well, don't feel bad. Uh, when they came back from the war, a lot of them had families and or, and or were settling in New York, and because they were former soldiers, they took a job that was somewhat related to that field, police officers. And in the early morning hours, when the bakeries were open, they would go in and tell the bakers how to make donuts and ask them if they would make them some donuts. And they did. And they eventually began with the, you know, starting the glaze and the sugar and everything else that comes with it. So that's how the American police officer became affiliated with the donuts. Ah. Yes. That's that's awesome. You you mm-hmm. may you you know, just take that for what it's worth. So <laughs> I bow in your general direction. Okay. Well, it's better than the alternative <laughs> according to Monty Python. So, yeah. All right. I bow in your general direction. Uh, boy, we, there, you know, honestly, out of this show, we could have had donuts fi- involved. I have reverence. Right. Out of out of this show, there's five or six different names we could have picked for this show, but I, I think I'll stick with a beautiful, soothing yo-yo. So, so um, all right. The, the, I'm going to have to, you know, when I need my, to relax a little bit, I think I'm going to come back to this website, Sarah. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And just, you know. <laughs> Might salivate, <laughs> yeah, salivate a little bit there. Yeah, okay, all right. So uh, anyway, Jim, you got anything else for us, or shall we move on to the topics of the hour? Let us move on to the topics of the hour. Okay, great. Um, man, I'm trying to. Okay, yeah. Uh, this uh, man here recently staying in oh, a hotel. You know, yeah, it was man. You know what? What? 
Um, I'm sorry. You got um, something I'll probably else? Mention, I'll probably mention this at the end of the show as well. Okay. For reasons that are about to become obvious. Um, but let's do remember uh, folks in the Philippines. Absolutely. They're going through some in, volcanoes. In prayer, yes. There's a volcano up, uh, I believe it's in the north end of the Philippines, um, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the pronunciation of this messed up. Um, yes, I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, you can do Ta'al. this, Jim. Taal. The Taal volcano has erupted, and that's about uh, five to six hours away from my sweetheart. But I have a friend, um, a friend of a friend, ha- has taken pictures, and he's only 17 miles away from the thing. Wow! Wow! So, yeah, um, it's it's kind of a big thing. My sweetheart went out. Uh, she told me that she's stepping out to go get some N95 masks and some drinking water. Uh, even though she's five to six hours away, the ash fall is yeah. still going to be an issue for them. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, please please do remember them. Absolutely. They've got In columns prayer. of smoke and everything, so, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, um. Man, I, I I hate hate to be the guy to cut in and change subjects. Is that okay, or are we? No, that's fine. Okay. I just wanted to throw that in there real quick, and I'll and I'll mention it again at the end of the show. Okay, uh, because it is because it is important and important to me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. So anyway, um, you remember this young kid that, that CNN and a few other networks? I think it was about about a year ago. Uh, Kind of made the story that he was interrupting a protest and this uh, in, got in this Indians, uh, Native American Indians' face and was kind of in, you know interrupting him and mocking him and everything. And uh, what turns out is it was the other way around. Uh, this Native American gentleman did this to this young kid named Nick Sandman, 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 however you want to pronounce it. Um, and they really, really made this kid look bad, look like a villain on all these news networks. There's a number of lawsuits going through. CNN just settled theirs for $250 million. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. No, it really couldn't. This kid's, if he wants to go to college, it's paid for. Whatever he wants from here on out, it's pretty much paid for, considering he does collect. I'm sure there's going to be uh, you know, some hefty lawyer fees in that, too. Seems right. seems like I'm betting that the bigger the case nationally, the the more lawyer fees they're going to be. So, um, I, I'm trying to pull up another message I got from somebody that wanted me to promote something else on the show or talk about something else. Uh, let me see. Yeah, here it is. It's from Ron Merrick, and I meant to do this last week. Uh, real quick. Uh, Jason, Sarah, I want to thank you for helping to get some great organization word out for them. There's a group called VSSG in Alamogordo located at 303 Canal Street. Now, I know that we have a nationwide audience, so this is only going to hit maybe a handful of people. Uh, but they're seeking community to help build a stacking pile of cleaning supplies, paper towels, etc. Uh, this is to uh, help uh, in some local needs. Um, trying to see. And uh, you can drop those off there if you have anything that's uh, for local needs and to help some of the other agencies with some of their stuff. And I don't know the whole story. Maybe Rich can come on next week and and, uh, give us a little bit or here in the near future. So uh, back to this lawsuit. Yeah, this kid's got it made. Um, And to be honest, you know, I'm not 
a big fan about these exorbitantly huge uh, settlements like this. Oh, this is pocket change for CNN. I'm but, sure. Well, it, yeah. it is. But the other thing is, is that after CNN um, typified this kid the way they did, right? And then, and then turn around. This this kid, the left could say anything about him they wanted. Didn't have to be true. You know, when the, when the additional camera angles came out, you realize that it was it was the reverse of what it looked like. Right. Okay, but. But nobody can talk about uh, Greta. Greta, wh- yeah. Greta. What's her, what's her face? Thunberg. Nobody can Thunberg. touch her because, yeah, that's the one. I like how Jim um, says, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody, nobody can say anything because she's young and she's outraged. Okay, right. But, but where's the equality here? Yep. Well, the there is no equality because they have an agenda to push. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. But so 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 when that's going the way that it is, and then at the end of it, you see some kind of justice where this where this kid walks away with with a tasty sum like that. I'm like, nope, good on you, kid. Yeah, good on you. And, Glad- and more lawsuits are coming too because they're hitting the other networks too. They're they're good. coming. And and the main the uh, Mr. Sandman and his attorney said we're we're not looking to make a big buck from this. We're trying to teach. You know, American media, a lesson here that yeah. you have a responsibility. And if you don't continue with your, you know, if you're not responsible with your responsibility, uh, we'll hold it you to it. It needs to cost you. It, yes. Yeah, it absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, here's another thing. There's actually an online petition now to, to get Target to quit using plastic bags. Does anybody, I do, I'm sure you do, you remember why we went to plastic bags to begin with? Well, it's supposed to save trees. Right. So... Do you want your trees or do you want your landfills cleaned up? You can't have your cake and eat it too. You know. Hmm. So I mean, they would say they would end up countering with, "Well, you need to use reusable bags," which would be like the cloth bags, right? Like the cotton yes. ones. Yeah. Well, then you got Peta yelling. Pete Peta's the you know the group that thinks we shouldn't shear sheep and. And put sh- horseshoes on sh- horses and that sort of thing too. Well, so. yeah, but you've got—I mean, theoretically, you've got cotton as a plant. So, um, well, so that's that's true. Got, cotton is a plant. Yes, that's true. But then that would be even, a racist uh, thing, you know. You, like, you remember the lady that got mad because there there was a stalk of cotton at Hobby Lobby. Oh, good heavens! Yeah, you know. can't win. That's my point. No matter what you do, you yeah, can't win. For a second, I was sitting there going. Jason, what are you on about? But but yeah. then I realized, no, 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 he's right. Yeah, and and, and, they, and, they, it's, they, and it's not a question of it could happen; it has happened. Right? No, they, well, you don't need a bag; you can carry it in your arms. Yeah, let's make multiple tricks trips in our our gas driven vehicle. Uh, do yeah, this in yeah. the least efficient way possible. Oh, speaking of gas driven, California is considering a statewide ban on gas powered lawn tools. Well, maybe if Al Gore would just give up his jet plane you know yeah right so that can you imagine um can't buy that weed eater it's against the law local cop might drive might drive by see me cut my grass with it and give me a ticket nancy pelosi might not have quite as manicured as long of long you know things are things are getting out of hand in california they're way out of hand i should say Mm, yeah so Mm -hmm. anyway um a man in they, uh, they have been, but you're but you're not wrong. Yeah. It's, it's it's been taken to an an, an incredible different level. That and, and it blows my mind because we're talking about the state that brought you 
uh, all the rich areas, all the wine country, Hollywood, all of the, you know, you yep. think of all the movies where we had all the big the big mansions and all the beautiful settings and that was that was california and now it's become the 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 leftist liberal communist paradise where now it's looking like venezuela yeah yep it is and homelessness and and it is just over the top right got tent villages out there it looks like it looks like a war zone we won't even talk about the waste that's being pushed into the street Right, you know, so or the ocean. Well, I was talking about. I even hate to say it, but the human waste that's being put into the street. But yeah, either or the ocean. But that's, you know, that that's on both coasts. I there, I think. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, on a lighter note, a man in uh, Arkansas here recently uh, was staying at a hotel. Uh, called police to report his cheeseburger had been stolen from his nightstand in the middle of the night. Oh no, that's a tragedy. Well, it is. I mean, I. But you know, I'm guessing a good cheeseburger is a thing of beauty. So is a good motel. You might want to find a better one next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ew. I. You know. So you know, I can go into a motel and kind of know if there's a good chance that somebody might come into my room in the middle of the night and sneak out. There, there's a good chance I can tell if it's in that kind of a neighborhood. Right. You, know, you know, and I've I've been in some of those hotels. I have been in. I will say that I've probably spent more time in hotels than the average American, um, just because I, the job that I held once uh, that was uh, traveling around prisoners with prisoners, dropping them off at their destinations and picking them up at their certain locations. I spent a lot of time in hotels, from the seediest of the seediest to the ritziest. I stayed in one hotel one time. It was, it was a uh, help me out. I think it was a, a Super Eight. Now, when I say Super Eight, do you think of Ritzy Hotel or Seedy Hotel? On the scale of one to ten, one being bad, I, ten being fantastic. Which way would you lean? Two. Ritzy. Super Eight. Two. Yeah, Sarah's Sarah's hit the nail on this head too. Super Eight's not the best hotel. They're not the worst. There's a lot of mom and pop type hotels out there that are a little bit shadier now maybe where you're from jim super eights are a lot better yeah yeah there you go (laughs) so they send me to this hotel in downtown atlantic city and it's a super eight and i'm thinking really this is a casino town a resort and they're sending me to a super eight so we go and the outside looks like a typical super eight nothing to to write home about I grab the bags, get out of the van, go in, and when I go in, I look around. It is wall-to-wall brass mar- and marble. I couldn't believe it. So they, they've got bellhops dressed up in tuxedos. I'm like, this is a Super 8? Now, keep in mind, this was 10, no, it was more than 10 years ago. It was about 15 years ago. So... I'm thinking, this is amazing. I've never heard of a Super 8. I've never, you know, I, I've heard of hotels that were like this, but never a Super 8. So I'm checking in at the front desk, and the pay was pretty reasonable. It, it wasn't extravagant. And I, I asked the guy behind the desk, who's wearing a suit and tie, and it looks really nice. I said, listen, I've been in a lot of Super 8s. I have never been in a Super 8 like this. you got wall-to-wall 
brass and marble everywhere. You know, everybody's dressed up like they're going to the presidential nomination party or whatever. I said, what is going, what, what's the story here? I mean, I know you're a resort town, but you're a super eight. He goes, well, let's just say our hotel is owned by some very influential people. And I'm like, influential people, what, what do you mean? He goes, they make movies about these people. And I'm still not clicking it. And he goes, a lot of them are Italians. And I was like, ah, okay, you know, I get it now. So, and yeah, I... Would you like a cannoli, mister? Right. So that was, and I stayed in a lot. Very few hotels do I actually remember. Uh, But that one, I remember. I'll never forget it. So, had fun there. Let's see, what else we got? Um... Yeah, this is your neck of the woods, Jim. Detroit fire crews are investigated for... uh, They showed up at a fire on New Year's Eve night. The house was fully engulfed. Looked like a very livable house prior to the fire. And uh, it was fully engulfed in flames. And they decided this would be a good opportunity to get about 30 or 40 of them together and take a group photo. I get the desire to want to do that, but... You don't post that on social media, and they're like, yeah, "Here you are posing for a photo. Uh, if you, if they're going to take a group photo of you, all they should see is your backside ho- holding hoses, you know." So, right. yeah, not a good thing. They, they, no pun intended. They took a lot of heat for that. So, here's another guy. Yeah, here, a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of lack of judgment there. Yeah. I just not common sense. Here's here's something, Jim. I think you would agree with me on this one. There's a man accused of assaulting a woman by dousing and throwing ranch dressing at her. He's being charged with assault. Um, I would like to know where this gentleman is, and please somebody tell me what his triggers are. <laughs> I would. I, I, you want to get you want to get doused in ranch dressing? I would. Lo- I would not mind it at all. <laughs> somebody <laughs> give me some to, French fries. Over- yeah. <laughs> Be over there like Homer Simpson. <laughs> yep. So, any Sarah, you're being awfully quiet over there. I'm sorry. We're kind of rambling on over here. You got any thoughts about ranch dressing or anything? No, it's just you're not stepping in the house with ranch dressing all over yourself. Are you kidding? No, I wouldn't. I I would not. Don't worry. That ranch dressing would not be on me very long. I have a feeling. Yes. Order of yes. chicken nuggets, please. Right. Yeah. Nuggets, fries. Um. No, I don't need any wet wipes right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Hey, um, it, Sarah, you probably heard about this. Did you hear Prince Harry and what's her name? Markle? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. They're stepping back from their their role as royalty. Did you hear about this, Jim? Or Sarah? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Does that mean he's not going to wear the uniform at parties anymore? They're stepping back. What does that mean? Oh, they also said that they're going to try to be... This is funny to me. They're going to try to be more financially independent. Maybe it means that they're trying to let William and Kate have the spotlight. Well, that could be, but, you know, to be... Yeah, we're royalty. We've never worked a day in our lives, really. Uh, We're going to become financially independent. Um, I'm a recruiter. Call me. I got a good entry-level job for you. Um, Well, you know... Meghan Markle has worked. Yeah, um, she has, but Prince Harry... Well, he was in the armed services over there. Can you imagine him walking into the local job service wearing his red royal uniform? I'd like to apply for a job before. What have you done before? Well, I've worn this. (laughs) 
You're overqualified. I'm sorry. Next. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Rich Merrick says maybe Megan is mad at her mother-in-law. That could be. I kind of wonder, you know, she's not tip your typical... Uh, Mother-in-law. Well, well, Meghan Markle's not your typical person of royal descent, so to speak. She was she she had the royal blood in her, otherwise she wouldn't have been allowed to marry Harry. I don't know about that. That isn't that still a regulation? No, a rule. It no. used to be. I thought it still was. But that even if it is, it's not that big of a deal because almost like ninety-five percent of people can trace themselves back to royalty of some sort. Well, uh, you know. Yep. Victoria and Albert had a good help in that. Yeah. <laughs> good hand in that. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, well, at, I least, just... at, at least uh, Prince Albert had his tobacco company. <laughs> right? Yes. You got uh, Prince Albert in a can? Let him out! Let him out! I remember my great, great, no, my great grandfather uh, having cans of Prince Albert around the house. And um, we used to put water in them. And, and uh, my he also had like fish tank hose, you know, that you blow the air through. And I can still remember that water and that scent when you'd uh, blow that water into that Prince Albert can. The air that would come back up through it, it still had that tobacco scent to it. Right. I, I know, re- weird things we did as five-year-olds. So anyway, well, folks, that about does it for tonight. I hope you've enjoyed the program. Um, I will uh, say, uh, remember to tip your server. Tip your DoorDash and your Uber driver eater, too. I know Jim and Sarah would both appreciate that. Make a friend this week. It's a great investment that you'll never regret. And very rarely, if you do, you'll regret it. Um, Jim? Please turn on your Amber Alerts. The life you save may be someone that you know and care for. And while you're at it, please pray for the Philippines as they're dealing with the recent volcanic eruption. Sarah? Remember to invest in your children's livelihood and education as well. Also, remember to thank a teacher this week. Remember, the nursing pick home they pick could be yours. So, okay, that was my feeble attempt at humor. Uh, yeah, that was very feeble. That's <laughs> very not funny. Feeble. That's true. It, it is true in a lot. <laughs> so, anyway, that's about it, folks. Y'all have a good night. Thank you very much. Bye. We'll see you next time right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Good night, everybody. Bye.